Hello, Namaste. I welcome you all to the 38th session of Guru Bodha with Dr. M.B. Guruja sir. So uh, coming to the topic of the day, so this was not uh, in the agenda, but somehow it came in the news, and suddenly everybody is talking about it. The source is from NDTV, and uh, it's also uh, there in many other pieces. Also, there is a public interest litigation, or somebody from common people or an organization can uh, put a case in the court of law in India, seeking to ban something or seeking to improve something. Or so based on the larger interest of public so that is called as pil or public interest litigation so one such public interest litigation has been uh, filed in the court seeking uh, some some amount of restriction that in the wikipedia page of ayurveda so many bad so many negative comments about ayurveda and so it, it should be banned the petitioner is ayurvedic medicine manufacturers organization of india aimmoi is an association registered under the travancore cochin literary scientific and charitable societies act 1955 and uh, they they find remedies to the common problems uh, of manufacturers of ayurvedic medicines and the association was registered in kerala so they have filed this and going through the th this is from the wikipedia page of ayurveda and right away it starts with like ayurveda is an alternative medical science medicine system with historical roots to indian subcontinent the theory and practice of ayurveda is pseudo scientific indian medical association describes ayurveda as quacks and this is how they are regarded by many medical practitioners ayurveda is heavily practiced in india and nepal and it goes on and on there is no good evidence that ayurveda is effective to treat or cure cancer some ayurveda preparations have been found to contain lead mercury and arsenic these substances are known to be harmful to humans a study found that 21% of us indian manufacturer patent ayurveda medicines are sold through internet so it goes on and on and on and public health implications of such metallic contaminants in india are unknown and then again pseudo scientific word is used to describe ayurveda and uh, laboratory experiments suggest that some herbs or substances might be useful some might not be useful and it is criticized quality of research in ayurveda has been criticized it goes on and on and on uh, before i uh, hand over the platform to uh, dr guraj i just want to uh, explain how this wikipedia works it is a public platform in which anybody can basically write anything whoever writes if, if they have a backing link or a backing reference to their claims they can edit it so i i have certain uh, you know regarding ayurveda let's say so uh, i am an ayurveda doctor so i will put some web references uh, maybe from authentic research articles or from other web sources etc so i can go and sit and edit wikipedia articles so that ayurveda uh, things are explained in a good manner because i am a pro ayurveda person but as i there are several websites other than wikipedia where these news pieces come so there are several enemies to uh, the ayurvedic medical science uh, sometimes indian medical association comes against it or some other uh you know person might have written an individual article based on his own opinion so if i want to if somebody somebody x who wants to derogate ayurveda he can put those references and go and edit the wikipedia page to include negative things about ayurveda so this can be done on any organization any person etc so if i have a few reference websites stating uh, something like x thing is bad and i can go to that x thing in uh, wikipedia and edit uh, and this is kind of a war like uh, there is pro ayurveda people and against ayurveda people so i may go and edit today and tomorrow uh, somebody else will come and sit and there will be usually a group of people they will come and sit and they will edit the page and they will delete all our references and they will put uh, their own references so whoever has free time and whoever has money backing and whoever is running an agenda and propaganda they basically win so and you know wikipedia pages usually come up in the google search suppose i search for ayurveda or any matter usually wikipedia comes first because it is uh, it is google believes that it is it is not only just statements it has references 
So, because it comes with references written by many people, large group of people, probably it is authentic. That's why Wikipedia page comes up. So, I, when I go to the Ayurveda page, uh, apart from these, uh, some Ayurveda doctors have written about uh, Ashtanga, Ayurveda and all. So, usually Wikipedia video pages are very long. So, Google in its mind thinks that you know, because it is long and elaborate and with a lot of references, everything included, it is good. So, uh, my suggestion to fellow Ayurveda doctors is not to consider Wikipedia as be, a, be all and end all. Yeah, with respect to Hinduism, there is a lot of anti-Hinduism Hinduism practices, propaganda pages in uh, Wikipedia, etc. And it's uh, funding and how it works, who edits, so who is funding all those things. There are a lot of controversies. So my, my personal suggestion is not to give any weightage to these Wikipedia pages at all. So if you have good uh, good things to tell about Ayurveda and if you want to promote Ayurveda, make your own videos, write your own articles in other uh, other blogs or websites and do your best to promote Ayurveda and do not give much weightage. Good evening, Guraj sir. Can you please put a few thoughts on this place? First of all, Wikipedia and such information, it's only for the sake of information. When they don't have a control over the, the information, what they are provided, anybody can alter it. And of course, there will be a strong lobby to observe whenever there is a population trend favors towards Ayurveda or the natural system of medicines. Definitely these backed by the chemical medicines or allopathic things, the pharma companies or stakeholders, they will come in a disguise and they start doing all these type of nonsenses. And we have previously also there was a lot of uh, some letter writing or something like that or even reporting to the website regarding this uh, because they have mentioned unnecessary things in the, in the name of Ayurveda and they made as a wrong claims uh, this needs to be corrected but nobody is there to take care of certain things. So now the, somebody maybe by irritation got these information regularly being re-uploaded and it is going on uh, making a derogatory statements and even defaming the Ayurveda. So they thought that it is the right time to block them legally. So they went for a public interest litigation. First of all, one should understand that you cannot call Ayurveda pseudoscience because any pseudoscience can't be given a, a valid degree from an approved universities and there will not be any ministry to control over it and there will not be any institutions which are affiliated to universities and they are uh, controlled by an apex body. Previously it was CCIM, now it is the National Council for uh, Scientific Council for uh, Indian Star Medicine. So there are so many guidelines and everything and it is valid. When such a type of a huge network of affiliation, appreciation and recognition for a system exists in a country like India where such a large population is there and more than 300 uh, Ayurveda colleges are functioning across uh, India um, providing a lot of education regarding Ayurveda and its utility. The people are coming and studying Ayurveda. So when these things, and if there is a affiliating body and there is a registration body, when those who complete the degree, they will register before practicing. So many things are there. When such type of uh, legally acceptable things are there, you cannot say it's a pseudoscience. There is no basis or there is no uh, evidence. We can quote n number of evidences and suggestions and even appreciation by the common man as a testimonial for Ayurveda. And the, one of the important and the basic testimonial is Ayurveda is regarded as a science of old age. It's existing since so many thousands of years. On the onslaught of all these, the Western medicine or the so-called scientific medicine or advanced medicine, even in the era of that, it is thriving. Ayurveda is still existing. People are using it. People are practicing it. So it's very nature of this information or very nature of this is shows that Ayurveda is having some stuff in it and that's why people are accepting it until unless so you can go for any advertisement any sort of things and propaganda and all these things to push a product people are crazy maybe in the beginning they will go for purchase in the beginning but 
if they didn't find any result or any convincing or positive or conducive information or even effect on the body next time they don't purchase so when the things are continuously being utilized and its market is increasing huge scope for even uh, people are saying that it is a runs in billions now billions of dollars this market is expanding in such a way definitely there are uh, counter uh, fellow uh, persons those who get affected because of this growth and development so they try to put these things in the web as well as you can observe that during any time a sudden spurge or growth of ayurveda is there or acceptance has increased suddenly there will be one article or something like that in which is comes out in the public domain maybe in the newspaper or in print media or even in the tv channels or something like that blaming the ayurveda so this is a very common practice and uh, we should not uh, much worry about this but somebody has to um, curtail these practices that's why they rightly they went for an uh, pil and let's see what happens yes sir and uh, like like you said regarding the for- formal lobby probably we can talk like uh, hours on end regarding this like in corona virus also when, when the virus broke out in the february march of uh, 2020 ayurvedic practitioners like I, I was trying to write an article. We were, we were, you know, discussing to do an Ayurveda class and all. But I was so scared, and I was very forced to take a lot of precautions because Ayurveda people ready anything related to Corona virus was challenged by, uh, you know, allopathic segment, and you are not supposed to talk about it. Uh, uh, you, you can, you, you cannot even analyze regarding uh, the Corona virus with dosha, datu, etc. so there were a lot of uh, disclaimers and uh, you know lot of precautions to be taken so what is coronavirus related truth myths there there was a huge thing then it, it came vaccine so talking against vaccine was totally banned on the internet if you talked about against vaccine or uh, talking anything about side effects related vaccine 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 may work may not work if you just talked about it uh, anything against even in a slight bit you will you'll be banned in youtube will be banned in facebook twitter instagram all all places basically and and then now recently johnson and johnson uh, uh, vaccine has been taken back by the fda itself because it causes clots the website or the whole web world which is supposed to be a open platform for everybody to put their ideas in open and share their experiences and the let and it should be a platform where the truth naturally comes out in the because it is the most transparent and it is the most strongest thing uh, where it should happen there are a lot of lobbies against truth sir see there are a lot of lobby but they got uh, sufficient funding backup financial funding for that purposes and they try to explain as it is something like that see when uh, india was having a, such a culture and nature friendly practices when britishers or uh, the fellow friends from the europe and they came to india they start posing in such a way that what and all we are doing all are somewhat uh, outstand uh, outdated and it is not scientific they convinced us in such a manner that we are doing wrong and generation to generation they think that we are wrong now the things are changing it may be for organic farming or it may be for any toothpaste it may be for even food practices so many things you have just observed everything first they rejected ghee just to sell um, hydrogenated fat and uh, they just simply blamed ayurveda and herbs just to push the chemical drugs so there are so many such type of lobbies were there and we accepted very boldly because of this acceptance many generation now they feel convinced and confused whether to accept or not to accept herbal even today if some people in india they say that uh, human beings went to mars and uh, moon or you are still using some herbs where are you use some good techniques scientific data all those things they speak when they come to argue let them come in a, a level playing field what they are claiming to be as harmful whether they know how our drug works or our drugs prepared how they are behaved they don't know simply they are blaming for example any mercury containing or lead containing or arsenic containing drug they will take it 
and they will say it contains heavy metals. Who said that it doesn't contain heavy metals? Because those heavy metals are the ingredients in the manufacture of the drug. But my question is whether the drug what is being manufactured, are you able to design a test which can identify uh, what type of mercury present in that, what type of lead present in that, what type of arsenic present in that, whether that um, compound is harmful to the body or whether it is causing an accumulation in the body, all these things to be noted. Of course, where any manufacturer bypasses the techniques and the adamant rules and the stringent uh, methods of manufacturing, then they may cause problem. That is also truth. That is Ayurveda very clearly has said. You have to follow the uh, process of uh, Shodhana, Marana and Basmikarana, Amritikarana and all those things in a very stringent manner. That needs to be carried out in the, with the same respect and uh, spirit. If it is not done, then there may be chances of damage. Otherwise, these drugs uh, containing the heavy metal, what so called as heavy metal, doesn't cause any deposition or any harmful effect on the body. That is the reason because it has been subjected for various processes till it reaches as a medicine. Without knowing these things, they simply blame by making one test, identifying uh, mercury in serum, lead in serum or arsenic in serum, then they start selling it. But fact is, different part of the world, the drinking water itself is more contaminated, containing more particles per million, these contaminated material, which is even not Shodita, it is not subjected for Marana, straight away the raw material. And Ayurveda very strictly and very straightforward said, Parada, Naga and these things are poisonous, but how we make them as a non-poisonous, that is the beauty of Ayurveda, that needs to be recognized by this the scientific world, so-called scientific world. And they will expect that the theories and postulates of Ayurveda should be studied and understand and uh, evaluated on the tools of modern medicine. No, it cannot be. We need to design the certain tools which are suitable to identify the techniques of Ayurveda and the method of understanding the Ayurvedic drugs and their phenomena and their activities. So we need to learn a lot of things. Unnecessarily, there will be blame game and it is existing and it's happening since so many decades. It's not right, uh, not a new one. But people are understanding it and now it is um, definitely uh, there will be changes in future as uh, people are very open now and they are very you know, rational thinking. They try to understand the, even the lobbies, their uh, business interest and everything. Yes, and one good thing that has happened because of the internet penetration entering deep into the uh, rural parts of India and the world as a whole is that you know, people can see it. And, you know, I mean, all these lobbies, all this negative propaganda will was there, is there and will be there probably. So what's the solution? So I, I looked into the uh, legalization of marijuana in the U.S. The marijuana was strongly prohibited. People were put into jail just for processing a few grams of marijuana. And there was big, big blockage on, on it. But in Ayurveda, you know, Bhanga is explained as good in psychiatry, depression, in sleeping, uh, useful in sleep-related disorders such as insomnia. And it's also good anti-inflammatory and all. But suddenly, in the recently, many states in the U.S. has legalized marijuana. Uh, this change in the perception regarding the benefits of marijuana did not come from the medical field so medical and pharma field were always against it so it came as a public movement meaning that you know many military personnel who were injured who were having this post-traumatic stress disorder so they started using it and they started sharing their benefits that they got from marijuana and cbd oil and whatnot and also sports persons started using it because these were celebrities and all and you know uh, high profile people they started talking about it you know then the government sort of uh, sort of gave in to the pre public pressure and they started legalizing so probably a public movement uh, of you know ayurveda community people including the doctors sharing their experiences believing them and you know helping other people to get into the ayurveda fold is the way forward and definitely this marijuana oil, that is CBD oil also now in India, even though it is a banned, some online platforms are selling it. 
and uh, even uh, till today in india different part of these uh, various states uh, having a bang because uh, is a technically a wrong one and legally uh, and you are uh, will be behind the bars uh, if you have uh, possess this so this thing uh, it's still it is there but one of the important uh, drug activity of that it is one of the important uh, painkiller and a very strong painkiller and it is particularly in the cancer related pains now it has been shown a uh, convincing results so the things may change in future when uh, try to regulate it instead of totally banning it they may try to regulate it yes yes sir and uh, probably will have a class with you sir for uh, buying in total coming to the last point in this wikipedia whoever edits the most and whoever has free time either uh, he has free time because he's jobless or somebody is funding so that he's editing wins when uh, just to give a funny example google appointed sundar pichai as its ceo suddenly so he's a very talented guy uh, came joined the google as engineer then worked his way through the corporate ladder and finally became the uh, uh, ceo so as soon as he became ceo i think he studied in chennai so as soon as he became ceo these schools in which he had studied or he has not studied these indian schools they started a wikipedia war there were around i'm not sure about the number of edits there were like 150 to 200 edits in a matter of few hours that he he belongs to our school and somebody is saying that they belong to that school so uh, my advice to general public would be to not give too much weightage because anybody can write anything and whoever has free time and does more edits would win Definitely, there is no meaning in doing uh, it, but uh, legally uh, blocking it is also an important uh, technique. And I think uh, putting in a uh, PIL is the right way, and uh, people are doing it. Hope uh, we will see the things uh, it is rectified at least deleted certain things. PIL and legal way is the way to moderate the contents in in the web. So if something is very offensive, rather than writing to those platforms and asking them to review. they will be having a reviewing committee which itself can be biased so they uh, suppose something is on facebook and i feel it offensive i i may challenge it but the people who are reviewing my challenge would be biased in certain way so they will not be they, they will not accept my my challenge of edit so probably the legal way is uh, good and so coming to the next topic there's an another news piece coming in participation of doctors in issues of communal disharmony clearly amounts to professional misconduct says a circular issued by karnataka medical association so uh, and karnataka medical association uh, has warned all medical practitioners in the state to refrain from issues pertaining to communal disharmony in a circular stated so and so uh, any violation by of medical ethics by medical practitioners would be considered as professional misconduct they will be dealt according to law and it goes on and on and on this again there are a few questions regarding it is like what is communal and what is non communal and a medical board role is probably to regulate the health part of it rather than personal opinion of personal people in social media definitely now not only this kmc now even national council for indian system of medicine recently has rolled out one draft regulation wherein it is related with misconduct and ethics to be followed by ayurveda doctors wherein he has given lot of things how the soliciting of patient and giving advertisements in print media or making any videos or endorsing any product or endorsing any drug or its activity or boasting about the cases or anything like that they are simply saying see if somebody put something as a success story or something like that you cannot uh, claim it you cannot say it a doctor should only go for a press conference on only few occasions where you want to make because once you start in uh, practicing when you change the address or if you change the type of practice or something like that or you are ending the practice then you can go for uh, public announcement otherwise you should not or you should be refrained from all these things even social social media or in the print media you cannot uh, express these things and this is a big uh, useless uh, ethics they are you know, trying to put it into the practice similarly there are uh, certain occasions where unnecessary things are there we need to curtail those things here which is communal harm disharmony or something like that if a person speaks something about that that means that uh, he is not having the freedom of speech he cannot express his personal opinions 
So this is a totally an absurd uh, way of uh, handling the things. And unless you try to pressurize these things and suppressing things, this will bounce back. It it is about free speech. And first of all, what constitutes a a statement as against the communal harmony it's, it's, a, it's a very vague matter if somebody says really offensive against the against a particular community there's always other other laws uh, pertaining to that probably it is not the job of the medical council to intervene in all the things that a person does and it is like saying that if i possess a gun then i my medical license would be cancelled so the gun is regulated by other other laws so there are laws to regulate particular things so i need not be regulated for anything other than medical practice with a medical board sir definitely medical board area domain of uh, functioning is entirely different from these things they would have asked that people please refrain from making some comments that would have been a better thing but uh, they are uh, telling that if somebody makes it then we may strip your degree or something like that so that is nonsense that cannot be regarding the uh, somebody stating about their personal success story in social media this is just as an example disclaimer suppose i treated aids and i put that into social media so any post that somebody posts in social media including whatsapp though it is a closed environment or facebook instagram or in a website if that boasts about myself or my treatment in my clinic that can be considered as advertisement so it is considered as an advertisement so that is controlled or that is regulated by drugs and magical remedies act so probably in one of the future classes we will we'll go through this because everybody has access to internet and people will be posting so that i mean ayurveda community people will be aware of that so i mean suppose i i have not treated aids patient but still if i post as i have treated aids patient and make up some lab reports and post it uh, there can be a threat to the public as a last sir because i am trying to po- make a claim which i have not achieved see that is an entirely different story you are not uh, done anything but you are claiming it simply you cannot claim if you claim then there is a magical remedy act under that the prevention is there and uh, there are legal things that can be done otherwise see what that uh, law uh, says a practitioner shall not make use of his or her name as a subject of any form or manner of advertisement or publicly through any mode either alone or in conjunction with others which is of such a character as to invite attention to him or her or his or her professional position skill qualification achievements attainments specialties appointments association affiliation and honors are any such character as would ordinarily result in his her self aggrandizement a practitioner should not give it to any person whether for compensation or otherwise any approval recommendation endorsement certificate report a statement with respect to any drug medicine nostrum remedy surgical or therapeutic article apparatus or appliances or any commercial product or article with respect to any property quality or use of any test demonstration trial there are there are a lot of uh, things the unnecessary things they have included everything into that and all these things are including and it be treated as advertisement is it not advertisement if in a close group if a doctor says that i have treated successfully these cases and he puts it uh, some document there which gives an idea to the fellow friends or practitioners or general practitioners that in case this type of condition is there which we cannot handle it then we can refer that patient to that particular doctor whereas in modern medicine they got their own board they write neurologist uh, there are andrologist or um, um, something like that biochemist whatever they can write anything physician cardiologist dermatologist but we can't write our like that because our degree is something different and our area of treatment is different and people are practicing in a different modalities we can't restrict our practice to any particular uh, divisions so when such things are there uh, being uh, understanding the ground realities and uh, laws should be prepared without understanding the ground realities how it functioning simply making a law does it holds good giving interviews and all those things and putting that in just all in one basket doesn't make sense at all
probably we will we'll have many discussions on these rounds going forward so that because it is going to become very big like coming out of this covid everybody has learned many things about online things and they'll be posting so many people might be inadvertently breaking some law so we will have uh, some rounds of discussion regarding that uh, in future as well moving to the next class so this question was asked many many times before so could you please elaborate on why sprouts are not recommended? Uh, you know, I mean, there are some Ayurvedic products, especially food products in the market, they say as, uh, you know, I mean, it contains sprouts rich in protein and all. Uh, whereas uh, there are many references in Ayurveda saying sprouts are okay for once in a while, but not on a daily basis. Can you please elaborate on this topic, sir? See, definitely. You can observe the nature. Nowhere the sprout or sprout materials or something like that, it is consumed by other insects or even the ants or something like that. Very typically, sprouts are not good to human body. Maybe they are difficult to digest or they may cause some adverse effect onto the body. Very typically, what we are understanding is at the time of germination, it is almost just something like that giving birth. So there will be some chemicals produced in order to protect the offspring. Just like how in higher animals also, during the time of delivery and later in the early part of life, the breast milk contains a lot of immunoglobulins. Those immunoglobulins are in order to protect the immunity of the young child or the offspring. So similarly in such a manner, while there is a germination, there may be certain chemicals released in that sprouts which may be helping the sprout to develop as a new plant at that time we are trying to eat them and this is maybe going to cause against our system and it may even harm us probably because of these reasons Acharya has very clearly said not to eat these sprouts on a regular basis or avoid it as well as possible and they brand it as Virudadhanya but still people are using it just simply because during this time it will be having more rich protein, uh, rich uh, another amino acid or something like that. Just because certain things are rich in there, it won't get absorbed to our body. If it is only absorbed to our body, if our uh, body has a sufficient type of agni, which are readily help in digestion of those things. So based on those observations, might, might, might have our acharyas has very clearly pointed out, don't consume the sprouts on a regular basis. That's what I can say here. Just because simply which has a rich in uh, calcium, a rich in potassium, a rich in um, something as a nutrient, just consume it. Go on giving any number of nutrients. Doesn't make any sense until unless it is get easily absorbed, digested and absorbed to the body. And that process requires Agni and you require a proper Agni to handle all those things. There are two points in which uh, in your narration that I would like to pick up. It is like a, that the sprouting stage is like some new life is get, getting its shape or some new thing is getting being born at that time using that looks very unethical i mean at least in our like hindu customs and all i mean when we were children we used to play and we used to you know uh, shoo away the ants or kill ants etc but we were taught by our parents that whenever the, these ants are carrying egg or some food material not to kill the ants because they are like it's just their livelihood or they're following the nature so just when a new life is coming to this world it's not so it doesn't look very ethical be it plants or even animal that's why probably pregnant animals are not killed for meat see totally if you observe ayurveda has spoken a lot lot about the gunakarma or qualities of various materials in this uh, universe you can go to any meat, they've explained its qualities, they explained the qualities of urine, they explained the qualities of milk, they explained various um, shukadanyas, various shimpidanyas, and so many things they've explained. If definitely these virudadanyas or the sprouts are really good, whether our acharyas were not knowing about this and they will explain it. I can't accept that because our Acharyas have done a thorough examination of whatever was available in this universe and everything they have coded in the form of Rasaguna Viryavipaka and its utility. In such a condition, when they say it is to be avoided, 
And it should be avoided. Very clearly, Acharya said it should be avoided. Particularly from the Shukadhanya and Shamidhanya, all those something which is in the form of sprouting nature or sprouts that should be avoided and that is not good for that time. Only during that sprouting time it is not good. But same uh, Shukadhanya or Shamidhanya, it is said, has to consume by soaking it before it sprouts or it can be taken in, uh, without uh, soaking it. So all these things are very clearly understood there can you, when these drugs or these dravyas should be used and when they are beneficial to us. So and and also it, I mean, sprouting is a time in which like one form of energy uh, which is stored in the seeds or grains is getting converted into the another form uh, and it, it's like uh, that energy is in, the, in its transition state or nutrition is in kind of a transition state whereas for the main mainly for many dhanyas it is told uh, that most of the grains like rice wheat etc they are told in ayurveda to be consumed only when they are at least one year old there is this famous shloka vina vidanga krishna bhyam guradhanya jya makshikai meaning these are the things which should not be used new so probably idea behind that is that the nutrition the nutrients need to kind of settle down in these grains and only when only then it becomes like uh, you know it, it, will, it will be well digested and absorbed by the body uh, in the one year old grains whereas in the sprouts it is just in the stage of transition from one form to the other form probably that's not good for health typically if you are uh, observed that now it is a season the jackfruit it's available. If you eat jackfruit, wherein inside there will be seed and if that seed is not sprouted, then the jackfruit's taste is entirely different and soon after rainy season, uh, when uh, these jackfruits are available in the market and um, when time you see that uh, when you open the pulp, then inside there will be uh, seed is sprouted. During that time, you observe the taste will be somewhat bad and even sweetness also reduced. It's a very typically when something is sprouting, it naturally its rasaguna viripaka gets lowered and which is not suitable to the body and during that time it should not be consumed. Probably because of this reason, Acharyas very clearly they said virudadanya avoid it. Last point on this, like I have collected a few references here and there where, where this virudadanya or germinated seeds are to be avoided. Eighth chapter, foods that should not be consumed habitually, meaning on a daily basis, germinated grains, dried vegetables, etc. So there germinated things are told. Charasamita Sutsana, 18th chapter, eating germinated corn. Uh, when the digestion strength is weak, especially after panchakarma, can lead to inflammatory disorders. And then there is a Charaksamita Shikasana Pranakamiya chapter. This is Rasayana anti-aging therapy chapter. There, Viruda Navashuka Shamidhanyas, germinated, uh, sprouted cereals and pulses, uh, can cause diseases and defects in the body. Uh, and there is Chikasasana 14th chapter, excess consumption of sprouted corns and pulses can lead to aggravation of apana vata and it can also be a causative factor for arsha. Basically, I mean, talking about the health related uh, effects, how it affects uh, the body, probably agni and apana vata are the most which take the hit, sir. The first thing is it's uh, agni, samanavayu then comes the apanavata so all these will be disturbed and once agni once agni is disturbed and vata is disturbed it can disturb so many things in the body because all agni pitta and even kapha and all other dhatus everything are under the influence of vata for movement inside the body from one place to other if vata is disturbed and it starts moving in a different direction then typically the nutrient material or whatever it is where it is expected to reach that area it won't reach and it will occupy somewhere and cause a lot of problems and obstruction to the path of vata will leads to karmahani then there will be leads to neuropathies and so many complications will arise first one will be it will be gastrointestinal tract and related with that 
that is uh, mahasrotas will be disturbed and all later the things will pass on that information and that um, contribution of those materials into further into other systems and multiple other systems will also get afflicted with this yes sir yeah uh, probably we have answered that sprout question satisfactorily why is it advisable to soak fruits in water overnight hours in the summer is it true for all fruits i don't think so not all the fruits have been asked to soak it is only for the raisins dry grapes it is set and yeah. for the adam or something like that almonds not yeah. everything is said to be soaked yeah i i to have not come successful so okay uh, coming to the next question an an important query covid triggered an arterial type of hives reaction in a family member i remember uh, referring one of my friends in shumoga to your cl- clinic exactly the same so that lady was having allergic dermatitis and allergic uh, allergic rhinitis related uh, symptoms a uh, post covid vaccine i uh, inflamed so this is covid triggered not vaccine triggered so covid triggered an arterial type of hives reaction in a family member inflamed widespread ketadamsha type of raised rashes how is this virus which is typically causing respiratory distress causing such a diverse reaction Uh, what can we do in terms of uh, uh, medicine and diet to heal uh, from this see we we need to understand certain things when in a fetus at the time of growing the skin and the respiratory system develops from same germinal layer so because of that skin as well as respiratory system is just like brothers so whenever your uh, inflammatory condition or allergic manifestation takes place in respiratory system soon there will be something may be triggered or if you suppress there in this uh, respiratory system it may get triggered in the skin so it's very common notion and it is very commonly seen so and even we have to observe in both the conditions we try to give the same type of medication which will suppress the, uh, the allergic reactions even in the respiratory system as well as in the skin uh, layers so it is uh, very typically they are very closely they are developed and they are, their origin is almost similar or mula is same so because of that reason they behave in a similar fashion regarding line of treatment or how to go about it probably panchakarma therapy or probable medicines see uh, i would like to clarify here many times the people are just fond of panchakarma panchakarma but you see very clearly it is very said where to do panchakarma there are only two occasions one is seasonal cleansing detoxification here dosha becomes bahu doshatva because of the onset of our continuous dinacharya rutucharya effect on the body throughout the season ultimately in that particular season we need to go for even though we are healthy these lakshanas are there are to avoid those Uh, complications in future anything we go for a seasonal cleansing detoxification otherwise when a patient comes to us very clearly we need to assess there will be bahu doshata if there is a bahu doshata then you can go for uh, panchakarma or shodhana therapies otherwise if it is not bahu dosha and the condition or symptoms are not alarming there is no need to go directly into shodhana procedure you can straight away use the shamana effectively shamana treatments also but when the person is suffering from these type of allergic reactions and causing a severe distress then we can go for sadhyovamana or sadhyovirechana so in this case if there is a lot of itching is there then you can go for sadhyovamana not the traditional way of giving grudapana uh, and all those things continuously then after that going for uh, ಪ್ರಾಪರ್ ವಮನ ವಿರೇಚನ ನಾಟ್ ಲೈಕ್ ಇಟ್ ಇಸ್ ಸದ್ಯೋವಮನ ಆರ್ ಸದ್ಯೋ ವಿರೇಚನ ದಟ್ ವಿಲ್ ಡೆಫಿನೆಟ್ಲಿ ಸಪ್ರೆಸ್ ದಿ ವೇಗ ಆಫ್ ಇಚಿಂಗ್ ಡೆಫಿನೆಟ್ಲಿ ಒನ್ ಆಫ್ ದಿ ಇಂಪಾರ್ಟೆಂಟ್ ಮೆಟೀರಿಯಲ್ ವಿಚ್ ಕ್ಯಾನ್ ಬಿ ಯೂಸ್ ಫಾರ್ ದೀಸ್ ಅಲರ್ಜಿಕ್ ಕದರಾರಿಸ್ಟ ಅಂಡ್ ಇಫ್ ಯು ಸಸ್ಪೆಕ್ಟ್ ದರ್ ಇಸ್ ಅನ್ ಇನ್ವಾಲ್ವ್ಮೆಂಟ್ ಆಫ್ ಕ್ರಿಮಿ ದೆನ್ ದರ್ ಇಸ್ ಎ ವಿಡಂಗಾರಿಸ್ಟ ದೆನ್ ಅಲಾಂಗ್ ವಿತ್ ದಟ್ ಯು ಕ್ಯಾನ್ ಗೋ ವಿತ್ bruhadharidra kanda these drugs will definitely give sufficient relief in itching and allergic manifestations particularly kadira is and uh, asana kadira these are very important drugs 
Yeah, I mean, when you posted the WhatsApp group regarding uh, successfully treated uh, psoriasis patient, it's very difficult for people to believe that such a tremendous results can be done or achieved only through oral medicines. And somebody asked whether Virechana was done, and you said no, uh, or any Panchakarma was done, he said no. And at least somebody asked, like, at least did you do Deepana Pachana? I mean, probably the greatest lesson that you are, I learned from you is that just with Shamana Ausadis or the palliative medicines, if you pick the right ones, they can be the biggest weapons as well. Definitely. See, in, uh, in my cases, what I usually do is stick on to certain specific drugs and very strict diet control. If you don't advise the diet control, you will not get the result, particularly in skin conditions as well as in uh, asthma related or allergies or even uh, diabetes or even liver disorders. In these conditions, if you don't prescribe a very stringent diet pattern, Definitely, they will be simply eating whatever they get it and ultimately they said, I didn't get relief. If you want to have a relief and the best results, then make them to follow a very typical diet pattern, avoid all those unwanted things and then proper drug selection to based on his body weight, is vegetarian or non-vegetarian and it is Agni and everything. What we try to analyze during when we take a history taking from the patient, these things can be analyzed and accordingly we can go for a treatment and selection of drugs. And uh, there is this question that one of the recent studies have revealed that chances of heart attack and coronary diseases have gone high by 15% in the people who have taken COVID vaccine. Uh, not all vaccines, but uh, Johnson & Johnson's vaccine has been uh, withheld by the uh, Food and Drug Administration because of they can, they can probably cause clots. Is there a way to nullify the adverse effects of vaccines? See, when uh, initially there was no vaccine in India, people are asking, and even including Supreme Court asked, where is the vaccine? When opposition asked a lot about this vaccine, vaccine. When vaccine came, people didn't came forward to get the vaccinated. But when the second wave, when it caused a severe damage, then everybody rushed for a vaccination. Of course, these vaccinations, corona vaccinations are RNA-based vaccinations and these vaccines have produced comparatively a very short duration across the globe. It may be any country. They not followed the stringent protocol, what should be followed because it is an emergency condition. So on emergency basis, this is allowed to use. And definitely when, he, when these things are, even though a lot of precautions are taken, still there will be some sort of side effects will be there. And moreover, there are typically human nature and not all the humans are same. There are typically certain people having a typical allergic manifestation or personal sensitivity to any of the content of the vaccine. That may be the reason for these type of things. There are a lot of observations done regarding the Pfizer, Moderna and these type of vaccines and they have come out with a lot of observations that they caused and entire America used these vaccines. So they took out a study and post-marketing studies and surveys. Now they are realizing there is an increased trend of blood clots. And even recently I heard that Moderna's and an effect of COVID is also very kept very low by the WHO. Previously, they were telling that they are very efficacious and all those things. But now they are telling that their efficacy on Corona is less than 20%. So it is a big shocking news. So there are certain issues associated with. So based on that, they are now claiming that it is causing the microclots and uh, things in the vessels and leading to paralysis and so many other complications and diabetic complications and kidney complications. That's why we are withdrawing the vaccine for a time being. This is a process uh, which we have defined ourselves in the Drugs and Cosmetic Acts and various uh, FDA Acts and all those things. So let it be. It's a other part of thing. But if any person who has taken vaccination suspect that there may be some clots or something like that, definitely you can go for two important things. One is very typically Pramati Dravyas, Maricha and Vacha. Second thing is Amvaraso Hrudhyana. Amlerasa will avoid formation of clots.
so you go for any amla rasa it may be jambira rasa mixed with water or even because oranges lemon juice or even uh, sweet lemon or even uh, pomegranate something like these they are materials on a daily basis if you consume in a minimum quantities then definitely it will going to help in avoiding the clot formation that can be done and uh, there is a question on how to deal with a nasal congestion and uh, nasal congestion due to acute cold largely kapha and vata based medicine sitopaladi chuna etc are there and uh, there is another question sir detox waters are mostly used by people for weight loss etc where they infuse certain herbs in the water keep it for a few hours or refrigerate overnight until what extent this method holds its edge because this is greatly prevalent nowadays however ayurveda we mostly go for swarasa mantha fanta etc probably because it is infused it, it falls into the category of uh, uh, fanta or hema based on hot or cold water is used but that as a fad going uh, public again with uh, you know all, all the drum rolls we should be a little careful sir see the, you cannot avoid all these things even though in the name of ayurveda so many things are sold in the market you need to go on curtailing those things repeatedly once certain issues are there it is better to consult an ayurvedic doctor and get the idea and the confirmation or endorsement from him to whether to use these type of practices or not and whether it suits to them so it will be better if they understand that not everything is uh, just like you no know, tailor uh, i mean um, ready made it is a tailor made and customized for each and every individual and for uh, according to their body requirement and their prototype so that needs to be kept in mind this elon musk is buying twitter and suddenly this uh, information and other things uh, these uh, you know anti elon musk people have woken up and uh, uh, your us government is forming a a ministry of disinformation or truth finding ministry a lot of efforts to find the real truth in social media etc is going on with that we will end this class thank you all the participants for your uh, interesting questions and on behalf of all of us students thank you very much guras sir for uh, elaborate answers and patient listening thank you sir thank you thank you everybody thank you all see you in the next class namaste